I am all for paying to market to new customers, but I'll never be able to wrap my mind around paying for our own diners. Why should we have to pay cover fees? It's like getting penalized for being busy. That's why I'm a huge fan of Yelp Guest Manager. It's a reservation and waitlist system connected to a diner network nine times larger than Open Table, and they never charge cover fees. Learn about their new $99 per month plan for newly opened restaurants at restaurants.yelp.com forward slash podcast or call 877-571-9357 and tell them full comp sent you. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kopel, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with Chip Close, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by million-dollar marketing agencies to help you grow your restaurant. Join us daily for a marketing tip you can use in your restaurant today. Today, we're talking about promoting events. What's your advice, Chip? So when we're talking about events, right, your holiday is an event, right? Thanksgiving, New Year's Eve, Mother's Day, Easter. It's not something normal. It's out of the ordinary. When you run your wine dinners, right? When you run your, you know, your, some spirits, some master distiller is in from out of town. These are events. These are special. There's something outside of the norm. And we're really good at putting cool experiences together. And we're really bad at promoting them, I've found. And the key is to get organized. And you got to get organized way before you think you need to get organized. So here's what I recommend. Take two times a year. Because if you feel like you got to do it all the time, it's going to be a burden. You're not going to do it. So if you do it just twice a year, I recommend the first week of uh, January. It's when most places are slow. And then the last week of August. Or if you're a summer place, do it like the first week of September, right? The end of summer. And right after the holidays, that's when we, that's when we've got time. And in August, you're going to look at your calendar for September, October, November, December, January, and February, loop all the way around to Valentine's Day, come up with everything you're going to do, what you're going to offer, when you're going to do it, how much you're going to charge for it, why it matters, what your competitors did last year. You're going to figure out all of that. And then in January, you're going to do the rest of the year. So you're going to do St. Patrick's Day and Mother's Day and Easter and Father's Day and Fourth of July and Memorial Day and Labor Day, right? Everything else that matters all the way up until the end of the summer. If you did that twice a year and you sat down for a one hour, really focused meeting with all the decision makers, the owner, the GM, the chef, the pastry chef, the bar director, the wine director, you know, put everybody down there and say, great, what are we going to do? And you just brainstormed for an hour about everything that was coming up. And then you went back to your corners and said, think about it. Everyone's going to have their action items. Go research that. Go research that. What can we do here? Talk to that winemaker. See if we can, et cetera, et cetera. And you come back two weeks later or one week later and powwow and make decisions. So the first one is about getting a bunch of ideas. Blue sky, right? This is what TV writers do. They call, you know, they got to break the story, break the season, right? What's going to happen on this season of this show? Well, this could happen. This could happen. What if that happened? And this, that's all we're doing. Say, well, what are we going to do? Well, we could do X, Y, and Z, right? So notice we're getting ready months ahead of time. So on the last week of August, we're already lining up what we're going to do for Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day. We're figuring it all out then. We're getting all the ideas out. That's how creativity happens. Let me just tell you, creativity doesn't happen when you're up against the deadline because then it's like, oh, I don't know. You know this. Tell me if I'm wrong. What are we going to do for Valentine's Day? I don't know. Reservation book opens in four days. Like, 
what did we do last year? Yeah, okay, so just raise it five bucks. We'll just do the same thing again. And man, is that boring? No one's excited about working in that place. Nobody is excited about coming to that place. So first and foremost, think of these all as different events, right? When you lay out all your holidays this way, you're also going to see gaps in your calendar. Be like, oh man, we're not really doing anything. This happens every year in restaurants. We're not really doing anything in September. It begs the question, should we be doing something in September? Do you want to do something in September? When I was working at Gotham, uh, I worked there, I handled their marketing, was there for eight years. And September was always a, uh, we always went down, right? We had the Jewish holidays in September, which really hits New York City fine dining big. All the schools are back in, parents are crushed, kids are crushed. So we were always sort of slow. Businesses are busy. Everybody's back from their summer vacations. So we said, okay, this is the last year we were there before the pandemic. So let's run a, a late harvest dinner. So it was three or four course prefix. It was all set. It was like a salad, a soup, an entree, and a dessert. You had no choices. We did it for a lower price point because we said, how can we drive more revenue and reach a new audience? Well, great. Some of our farms that support us so well all throughout the year, like it was a win, win, win. And we did that for three weeks in September, right after Labor Day. And it got us over that hump and the idea. And we set really clear metrics on that. And we just said, okay, how are we going to, how we don't want to take the dip that we always take in those three weeks. So where are sales usually? What's our target? What's our goal? All that. It worked because we got organized way, way, way ahead of time. And this is something that I think a lot of places don't do enough. They just knee jerk. They figure it out at the last moment. And if you get organized, it changes the whole game. This is the last episode of the season, Chip. And I'm going to try and use this example to bring all of your lessons back together. <laughs> so we're going to start at the beginning with focusing on marketing before operations, right? Which yeah. I think kind of tangentially goes into this, really focusing on what is important rather than what's urgent. So you've got to carve out time to get this done. And then once you've done that, focus on marketing before you focus on execution. Then you have both done. Now you're actually executing. This is an amazing opportunity to document that process. That process that you're documenting from the conceptualization to the building and the creation, the behind the scenes of the dishes and all of this stuff. All of that is going to go into the text message and the email marketing and social media marketing that you're going to be doing across all channels to promote these events, not only year one, but in every subsequent year that you're doing this. That's it. Because when you know what you're doing, why you're going to do that, how much you're going to charge for that, what's going to go on the menu, then you say, okay, great. When are we going to have to start letting people know about that? When are we going to take reservations? When do we want to remind people about that? What cool is going to happen? What should we talk about, right? When you do all that ahead of time, you start going, oh, we don't really have anything cool. Okay, challenge to the chef. You got to make something cool. Well, do we have anything cool? Oh, the challenge to the bar director. They got to come up with some really cool cocktails. It challenges you to get better and better and better. And I'm telling you, it's sort of the, the common thread through this season here. It takes so little because we are smart, creative, passionate people. And when you put a bunch of us in a room together, like we just make each other better. And it takes so little to just do better than everybody else is doing because most other people are just doing what they did last year. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.